Let's Be Legendary podcast is a member of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. For more podcasts ranging from true crime to nerd culture and convention news, please visit nerdandtie.com. We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if we've missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include adult language, mature themes, and an elderly person at the end of their life. Beyond vast deserts and towering cities of steel and steam, forgotten groves and dark forests lay hidden in plain sight. The world holds its breath as each piece is set for the game to conclude. With each step I take, I feel the strength of all those who came before me, running with me, guiding me. With each step they take, The cracks grow wider, and the fractures deepen within her heart. With each step I take, I feel myself on the other side of a mirror, and reality slips further from my grasp. I hear the wilds, and feel who I am meant to become. I hear the wilds, and change is balanced on the tip of a blade. I hear the wilds. And now it is only a matter of time. This is the Feywild West. These are the spaces beyond the door. Let's be legendary. He's standing over Jareth with a knife drawn. Jareth is currently, like, unmoving underneath the blankets. I look directly at Brown. Mm-hmm. You're not real. And I raise the gun to my head and pull the trigger. The noise is deafening. And at first you thought it should have woken you up. And Brown still stands there. And his smile kind of falters a little bit. As blood just starts to trickle down from the side of his head. He opens his mouth to speak, but no words come out. The knife falls from his hand and just lands point down into the floor and you wake up as you wake up you actually feel a handle of a gun underneath your hand I look at it it's just whisper sorry friend I Mm -hmm. poof him out what time is it? Dark still? It's still dark, yeah. Is Selene awake? Get out of bed. Your dainty wife. Get out of bed slowly. 
Mm. I go check on Jairus. He's there, in his bed, sleeping peacefully. I'd probably go in and bring hair out of his face or something, and then check on Adrian just for my own peace of mind. Yep. Mm. She's there asleep as well. Socks curled up, like, right next to her head. I think I try and go back to sleep. Alright. You're able to with no further dreams. Alright, I try not to be late this time. Alright, so you get there at the crack of dawn uh, to find that Franya is already sitting out there. Am I late? You are late for being early. I'm not there, but I like you. (laughs) You can just tell me what time you want me to be here, and I will gladly be here when you specify. But dawn is... Okay, whatever. What are we doing? We are sitting and breathing. All day? I suspect so. Is that all we're doing today? (sighs) I want you to attempt to sit and think of nothing. Or rather, sit and think of one very specific thing. Just one. Not a concept or a person, but a pebble or a color. A pebble or a color. Something simple. Okay. Something simple. Sitting and breathing and thinking all day. Yes. Okay. You have questions. Uh, maybe? Can you tell me why? I could. Because it would be really easier to process this if I understood why I was doing it in the first place. If you could understood why you would need to do this in the first place, you would not have to do it now. That doesn't make any sense. Do you wish to learn how to wild shape or not? Fine. I sit down and I think about one thing. What's the one thing? A wolf. But I went pee before this. <laughs> okay. And you didn't have any coffee? I didn't have any coffee. But I did eat. Like, a lot. You had, like, a cliff bear. I ate more than normal. Oh, okay. If I'm going to be sitting here all day. But now you're going to have to poop. Probably, but the thing is, is my metabolism is a lot faster than a lot of people's. So sitting there all day and then running at the end of it Mm -hmm. was probably not the best idea as I woke up this morning and figured that out. So... I ate extra. Got it. To compensate. So, give me a a wisdom check. 20. Nice. So you're sitting there all day thinking of a wolf. And of course it's impossible to just sit there and think about a wolf. You think about all the various things of a wolf. All of... The different kinds of wolves. What a wolf 
does what it eats. Well, my family was like his wolves. Yeah. The wolf. All sorts of things. Just sitting there thinking about a wolf, you think about a thousand thousand other things all having to do with a wolf. And towards sundown, Franya stands up and stretches. What did you choose to think about? A wolf. Ah, a bit more complicated a thing than you should have focused on, perhaps, but not a horrible choice. Thank you. Do you know why I had you focus on one thing? No, you didn't tell me. <laughs> like I asked. No, remember when I asked you and you didn't tell me? Remember I asked Because I, I remember that. <laughs> so maybe you should try to remember that one too. Because I did. I'm not here. But <laughs> just I am, know. Just know. I am 3,000 years old. Well, I'm 32 and apparently smarter, so... <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll just, we'll just leave that there. Anyway. No, but I did say, no, I asked you and you wouldn't tell me. I shall tell you tomorrow. Have you ever met a lichen? Yes. Which one? Several. Any wolves? Yes. So, after meeting other wolves, were they very to the point? Yes. Would you like the point? If you're trying to keep it from me for a specific reason, I don't need the point. But if you could explain to me why I'm doing something in the first place, it'll be a little bit easier for me to understand. It's just for my own... The point. I will elaborate more on this tomorrow, but the point is headspace. Tell me, when you shift, is it ever hard to think? Just when I'm trying to shift deeper. When we shift, when we shape, if we take on the entirety of the animal, but still manage to maintain our full faculties. So this is a way to help maintain faculties. Yes. Okay. That gives me a much better understanding as to what we're doing. Thank you. I'm a gunslinger, ma'am. I actually reach into to pull out Death Whisper, but I summon him, but mm -hmm. try to make it seem like it's being extracted from the haversack. Click the barrel, aim, shoot. Those are instructions. I know what each of those actions do in relation to the other. I know how to hold my hand, I know how to hold my arm, and I know how to hold my body. Each of them relating to how I'm going to shoot. It's just easier for me to understand the whole if I can figure out which piece is doing what. 
With a bit of patience, I think you will make a very good druid. Thank you. Alright. Dawn or before dawn? Dawn. No, you were late in order to be early. If you were trying to be early, you were late. So was I on time? Yeah. You were, yeah. Wow, way to confuse a stupid person. <laughs> she has a 6-2 intelligence. She can barely read. Yeah. Why does everybody hate me? <laughs> yeah, anyway, what yeah, Natalia. Everybody fucking hates you because they someone's do. giving you a little bit, a little bit of trouble. Oh, so what did you do today? I uh, I went back to um, check on Grandma Anelia. Mm -hmm. Is she still with us? Yep. Okay. She actually sleeps through most of today, though. Celine, I think, is just watching. Because okay. she doesn't want to come in there in this community that has their own traditions and things surrounding passing and being like, nope, I know better because I'm a cleric of the Undertaker. Mm -hmm. So she's just watching she's just observing she's just being present mm -hmm. so she's not really doing she's taking she's not taking a very proactive role and being like this is, this is how things are done she's mm -hmm. just kind of seeing what she can learn you notice that in the times when she is awake mariana always goes and fetches someone else in, in addition to come and sit mm -hmm. and they just sit and talk with her about what Nelia remembers mm -hmm. from her childhood. Mm -hmm. Just whatever stories she has to tell. Mm -hmm. And they seem to be paying very, like, rapt attention mm -hmm. to everything. Mm -hmm. I think uh, once that happens and I kind of notice this, I also try to pay more attention. Okay. Because before I was just like, oh, she's just telling stories. Because, mm -hmm. you know, just, she was, I mean, she was listening, but not really super trying to focus on, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She was listening, but not really taking in the story as something very important. She wasn't trying to document it in her mind. She was taking the telling of the story as the important part. Right. Not necessarily what she has to tell. So that's what I did. Mm -hmm. the, the day is spent like that. Can I tell if she's any closer to passing? Roll a medicine check. Medicine check. Come here. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. 25. 25. A little bit. When she's awake, and it is not for long, and the story she tells, it's sometimes a little disjointed. Mm -hmm. She struggles to remember bits, or she gets distracted remembering something else. Goes in and out. Yeah. So she's not near, nearly as um, pleasant as she was yesterday. Yeah. Okay. So she's getting closer. Mm-hmm. So the day comes to an end. Uh, I think around sundown I take my leave. Okay. Um, I tell Mariana uh, I'm not sure if there is anything that as an outsider I could possibly do to help, but if you think of anything, please do not hesitate to ask. Grandma Nelia enjoys your presence. It has been some time, though she kind of smiles sadly. Not quite so long as she thinks. Since mm. we have had outsiders. I see. Well, I will take my leave then. And I go and find you. 
Uh, see, see if you're still sitting and breathing. I don't know, was I? Or did we break about the same time? Yeah, about the same time, mm-hmm. yeah. Alright, so I'm, I'll probably meet you halfway. Mm-hmm. So, I was breathing practice. Uh, well, I figured out why I've got to do breathing practice, which makes sense once she actually told me. Huh. Well, you're going to let us in? Let's, you're, going uh, share, you're going to share with us the class, or are you going I, to make me ask, make me go, yeah. I, I described to you why hmm. in the first place, which makes sense because I've actually been trying to figure that out for myself. Which about? The, what she described as headspace in order to keep your you know your awareness. awareness gotcha okay yeah i've been trying to do that with my deeper shift mm-hmm. and hoping that once i mastered that i could go even deeper but i don't think that that's going to happen and now that i'm here learning how to do it differently or the same i can't she has no idea uh it's what she's been trying to teach herself which has had some measure of success but this is going about it in the sense that she's creating room mm-hmm. in the first place while she's not in a shift. So that makes sense. Thanks for explaining after the fact. <laughs> so as you're making your way back towards the house, you see a couple of women gathering up kids to like bring them in for the night. And one of them is holding a really little kid. A baby? A couple months old, maybe. I'm kind of looking over. What's up? Just thinking. About? Do you want children? We have children? Well, yes, I know. But, I mean... What, more? (laughs) I mean, would you like to have children? Um, I mean, I never thought about it. I don't really have the hips for it. Well, that's not what I... Never mind. Oh, tell me. I just, just... I don't... Sorry, I forgot you had a very hard day of not thinking. (laughs) Thanks. You said yourself you weren't thinking about anything, just a wolf. You'd be surprised how busy that's <laughs> fucking me, apparently. You'd be surprised how much shit that fucking wolf got into. <laughs> I was just thinking about how I would... <laughs> it sounds so silly to say it out loud. Well, say it anyway. I would be honored to give you a child. Ooh, stops. Looks over. It's quite possible with some magical assistance. I I don't doubt it, but that's a I. It's a thought. Does this thought put you? Does it put you off? No, not at all. He starts walking again. Mm-hmm. Maybe not right at this exact moment, but... Why not? <laughs> well, obviously you're... You are... We're right in the middle of this, and I... I don't know, we still have to go after Brown. So? I don't know, I'm not opposed to it. But let me figure out this whole liking thing first. Of course. 
Sling gets kind of quiet because she feels kind of silly. I put my arm around her. <laughs> but I don't really mm -hmm. say yeah. anything. I just, you know. Yeah, just keep walking. Yeah. Go back. Go back. Uh, torture the children. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, when you get back, Talden is waiting for you. <sighs> Shit. I die as uh, this happy little bubble of I don't have, I'm thinking about happy things and oh right, I called Telden here to talk about shit I really don't want to talk about. Should I leave or um and go run? Uh, it's up to you. No, it's not. Yes it yes it is. You get you you grown ass man, you can do whatever you want. Would you like me to be here? It's it 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 really doesn't matter. Uh, well <sighs> Make an adult decision. <laughs> no. No, <laughs> <laughs> Then I'll stay. Okay. Um, thank you for taking time out to come and see us. No trouble. Where are you exactly? Um. Jareth said you were south of Trenton? Yes, in a super secret society. Fascinating. Isn't it just? Yep, I'm learning how to be a druid. A druid? A hedge wizard? Forgive me, Tally, I did not know you had any interest in the arcane. I don't think these people have anything to do with the arcane. Actually, they're closer to her. I shrugged like I don't even, I don't know. Uh, they used a spell that she used not too long ago. Yes, they seem to be able to use clerical magic, or at least something close to it. Fascinating. They're, yeah. I'm mostly doing it to help figure out how to become a full lichen. Oh, well, uh, good luck to you. Uh -huh. She's going to need it. Thanks. She's, she's already frustrated with everything. I'm not frustrated with everything, just when people don't tell me why I'm doing things. Look at Talden, like, and just nod, like, mm hmm. I yeah. Yes, well, Celine, you had wanted to speak with me. Um, yes, I had a question for you. I had some for you as well. Oh, why don't you stop? <laughs> yes, well, um, the sword and Harmond. Right, oh, right. Did you finally get to meet him? Yes, quite a unique individual. I think I can mean that quite literally. I do not think there's <laughs> anyone in the world like Harmond. Pretty much. That... The sword you had um, given me, it is quite fascinating material, that crystal. It seems actually quite fragile. Mm -hmm. Really? I broke it. Oh. Oh. But, <laughs> they take it out, it looks completely whole. So where'd you break it? Holds up a finger, takes it, and swings it down at the coffee table. Oh, wow. It snaps upon hitting. It leaves a mark uh -huh. on the table, like, like a, a cut, but it breaks. And the end that broke away shatters into glitter, essentially. What's the point of having a weapon that does that? <laughs> Holds up the sword. And within the space of 30 seconds, it has regrown back to its full length. Uh, neat. Neat. Fae things are weird. 
So that's what's in Haman, right? The same sort of material, whether the enchantment on it is the same, I have no idea. What other questions did you have? Well, actually, I apologize. There were not so much questions, but interesting research that I discovered here in Airpike, actually. Yeah? Uh, It was buried rather deep in a section of folklore. Yeah? A tome about fey legends. Like what sort of fey legends? Legends written by fey. I can only assume that they did not realize what it was when they cataloged it. Anything good? Apparently stories of a phantom city that appears and disappears from the landscape. The ruler of which apparently is a cat. A cat. cat. And indeed the entire city is populated by only cats. I bet it smells great. (laughs) There were several others, but one that caught my interest was a sword. A sword? An iron sword forged by Fae. But iron is toxic to Fae. Indeed. The story says it was made by a Fae that was mad with jealousy of a ruler that had wed their love they forged the iron sword in order to kill this archfey and reclaim their love how did that turn out they died uh yeah they died in the forging of it and the sword has been lost to time and memory Uh, some fey from time to time have claimed to have had it is the crystal sword still out Uh i'm kind of touching it like this is not it, right? Oh, good, good. Okay, good, good. That's just what I fucking need. Okay. Just like, oh yes, and here it is. So Faye can touch it? The handle was... Oh, okay. The handle was made from a material able to stand up to the corrosive nature of the iron. Okay. And upon its discovery, it was stored in a prison of void so as not to touch any living thing in the Feywild. And they say had at last. Well, this was why I was rather excited at first. It said the last person to hold possession of it was Lord Longfellow. Mm-hmm. But who knows what has happened in the centuries and millennia since those words were, were written. I went through Lord Longfellow's uh, stuff. <laughs> All his, it went through his storage unit. Pretty much. Um, I didn't see anything like that there. It is possible then that it changed hands since then. If it exists at all. Because if they cannot lie, can they write things that aren't true? They may certainly write things that are misleading. In fact, the way the words were written, it is quite possible that it was not a sword at all, but simply something made from iron or something that was as destructive to the Fae as iron. It was largely written in metaphor, and this was my best translation. I see. Hmm. Next time we're back in your realm, 
Perhaps I can ask the land if it's seen it. Hey, have you seen an iron sword around here? Maybe we can find that treasure room again and see if, see if it's hidden. S- if it's hidden somewhere. Yeah, something like that. But I mean, if anything else, let us know. Yes, yeah, so, well, uh, I shall let you know if anything else interesting comes through. Now, Celine, you. Have- yes, thank you so much for stopping by, Celine. What? What was your question? I had a question having to do with. She winces. Names. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, in, in relation to Faye? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. What, what she was... looks kind of like she's constipated. Just the look at her face is like... Mm. Well, then what, what is your question? Uh, it um, was um, brought to my attention that names are a source of power? Yes. It is why the tradition of titles has been maintained throughout a lot of fairy society. Mm -hmm. If you have a title, you do not need to give your name as for someone to recognize you. Even a portion of one's true name can give someone power over you in fey society. Like what kind of power? Obligation, um, favors. If a fay were so foolish as to give someone their full name, it... <coughs> are you all right? <coughs> Please go on. If a fay were to give someone their full name and they were of relatively equal standing, one would essentially have dominance over the other. I see. I don't think so, you two are an equal stand. And... I, I'm getting so would you shut the fuck up? Yeah, I didn't say you could speak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go check on the kids. What if a fae was not so powerful that is just pretty much not powerful at all? Managed to find out the name of a fae was very powerful. Uh, I would feel sorry for that uh, less powerful fae. <laughs> <laughs> Why? 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 Well, depending on... Well, unless the name was given as a gift. Uh, let's say for just just discussion, hypothetically, um, this less elf fae managed to... Um, you shut up. Managed to... Um, Swindle. You know what? I thought you were checking on the kids. I am. This is Chris. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know what? You can get the fuck out of here too. <laughs> um, what if that Lesselfe managed to kind of weasel? Coerce. It's like she's she's thought of all of these words and none of them sound good. Uh. Say that this most more powerful fae didn't want to give their name, but they were obligated. Forced. Are you sure you're checking on the kids? Are you still here? <laughs> I am, I'm always here, Celine. You can't get rid of me. Talia can leave, but I'll always be here. Wanna fucking bet? <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha
Talia is checking on the kids. I'll okay. shut up. <laughs> you won't. I know, but you know. Then I would. A look of dawning realization crosses their face. Then I would be very, very, very careful, Celine. She's like opening your mouth and closing it, like trying to think, how can I deny this? <laughs> Why? <laughs> she's she's like, wait a minute, we're not talking about me, except it's a lie, and we're totally talking about me, and if I try to say we're not talking about me, she'll be like, okay, good, because we are definitely talking about me. Uh, so she's just like, why? Why would this, this hypothetical lesser fame need to be careful? There have been stories of such instances happening before, and... While it would be difficult for the more powerful Fae to directly harm the lesser Fae, given the slight advantage they have over the more powerful Fae. Celine, there have been stories about such Fae going after the friends, relatives, things the lesser Fae hold dear. So what should I do? Be careful. Be wary. Looks up. Stares towards where Talia went. Keep him away from the children. Hopefully he doesn't even know about the children. Then I would advise acting as if he does not know while around him but acting like he does know. Damn it. Talia still has her deal, her half of the obligation to complete, doesn't she? Yes, she does. Then I would be very careful. Mm. I'm just kind of above my forehead. That's good advice. I. I'm sorry, I wish I had more of a solution than just advice. It's better that, it's better that I know what I've gotten myself into, god damn it. May I ask the circumstance? Um, Go on, tell them. Oh and and it's like you can tell that Celine is like partially like I really don't want to tell you and I want to spill all the tea so loud. And so she looks like, she like looks away, but looks like, you can tell, she looks a little proud of herself. They tricked him. Beat him at his own game. Oh. He tried to offer me a deal of my own, which I refused. He has made you offers before, hasn't he? He has offered, um... The idea of a deal, but never actually presented one. He thought he had something you couldn't refuse. I do not presume to know what he thought. I suppose that is a logical conclusion. But I refused. And he was not too happy about that. Demanded to know why. And I told him that 
my reasoning was information, and if he wanted information from me, he would have to give some of his input down. And he accepted that. Yes, he did. And hold up my right arm with no mark, without a bite. An exchange of information is usually a simple deal, but that you would use that simple deal to glean something as powerful as his name. Celine, uh, obviously he could not refuse, but... I know, I'm, I am in so much fucking trouble. Imagine you were to come to me and ask for a stack of my books. And I would say, yes, but only for something of equal size. And you agreed to that. And I took Adrian. It is technically true that they would be of equal size, but of far different value. See, that's the, the funny thing about those technicalities. That seems to be the way that he operates his own deals. So suppose that I ask for a stack of your books and you ask me, yes, but only for something of equal size. If I have gone around playing the same trick on everyone else, shouldn't I preempt what you might take? Well, in all your travels, have you ever heard of someone trading a child for a stack of books? There's a lot that I haven't heard about and I'm hearing about now. My point being, at least as far as my studies are concerned, from a strictly societal bias, he might not have even been able to think. And I kind of smirk a little bit. <laughs> I don't say anything, but you can hear it like, that's not my fucking problem. <laughs> <laughs> Want to do deals in the mortal world? You do deals with mortals. So I have his name. You have his name. Do not tell it to me. Oh, I won't. Good. I haven't told it to anyone. Excellent. Don't. Why, what would happen if it was widely known? I have no idea. Uh, if it was widely known, I have no idea. I was thinking more of the immediate safety of individuals that you told it to. If dominance can be exalted on them by the knowledge of their man. Can Talia have heard part of that as she has come back? Make a perception check. Fifteen? Yeah, I'll say you heard the last couple of sentences. So she's like leaning in the doorway. Why don't you ask the druids? What do you mean? Well, they seem to know a lot about Faye. Why don't you just ask them? If they have any other information. I mean, I know they're not keen on them, but at least they seem to know about them. Might be worth a shot. Perhaps. What would you do, Talden? What I would do is I would... Aside from going into hiding, um... Oh, well, then, um... <laughs> <laughs> just face palms like, fuck me. I am so boned. I am so boned. Be vigilant, be wary, get a hold of what information you can, and I would say look to using that more 
for your advantage than the name itself. And she nods. There's a bad history of mortals who attempt to use fey power for their own ends. It has a way of coming back and biting them. Mortals. Yes. She kind of wraps, kind of gets a little smell, kind of looks away, kind of smiles a little bit. Hmm. Well, it is getting late. Yes, uh, it is. I appreciate your insight. They nod. I don't need to tell you that if he shows up and talks to you that you know all of this, right? Like, you'd you be smart too about... <laughs> I have no intention of making any deal. Scrub my my eyes and I can't believe I fucking did that. It was so dumb. Why'd you do that? Why'd you fucking do that? If you or Ernest or Nikki or Raven or anybody you trust need place to hide, use the door. Then on. Thank you. The head. The former head of the DMP, James Wilde. Captain James Wilde. Yes, I believe we might have met briefly at the trial, or near the trial. He's got the other handle. Ah. So if you ever need help on that end as well, he can get you in. Very well. You have a good night, Tom. You as well. May leave. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Fey Wild West, presented by Let's Be Legendary Podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to leave us a rating and review. It helps us out a lot, and we'll read your reviews on the podcast. We're all over social media, and you can find links on our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com. We'll also have a list of links in our show notes. Our Discord server is a pretty active place these days, so please stop by and say hello. You can find a link to that too in the show notes and on our website. If you want to go a step further, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get to listen to episodes two days before the general public does. Plus, you'll get exclusive sneak peeks of new art, DM and player notes, deleted scenes, bloopers, and more. You'll also get access to Bonus Round, a limited exclusive series run by our patrons. We have a lot planned this year, so we hope you'll join us. Talia Argent Gray is played by Chris Sass Council. Celine Argent Gray is played by Megzi Sass Council, and our dungeon master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Producer and manager is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. Producer, art director, and assistant mixer is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. And our producer, director, editor, and mixer is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Credits for music and sound effects can be found in the show notes. Celine's tarot deck is the Marigold deck by Amrit S. Brar, and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.